Hello, internet. This is you and Spence, and you see Insight Calling. It's the Christmas season. It's the national final season. It's Eurovision. Coming up, it's the power of song in Vidbeer, the hope of songs in Junior, and a chart-topping album in the United Kingdom. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome to the We're Done With Junior Eurovision, but it will always be in our mind, let's look forward to Liverpool as we catch up on the news in the last seven days in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm Ewan Spence, you got that from the opening credits, as it was also with it being ESC Insight. If it's the first time you're listening to us, welcome. You can follow us through your favourite podcast app, directory, whatever, or even Spotify, ESC Insight, or Eurovision Insight is the phrase you're looking for. If you're a long-term listener, do that same search as well. See if you can leave us a rating. Uh, what do we do? We talk about Eurovision, we bring you the news, we have lots of discussions, we have interviews as well. Not all in this show, but all leading up to Liverpool and the hosting of the Eurovision Song Contest on the 9th and 11th of May for the semi-finals, and the 13th of May for that big grand final in the Liverpool Arena. <laughs> Let's actually start in Liverpool as we have news from OGAE, the official fan club, uh, and along with the organising team in Liverpool. They have announced the official Euro Club for Eurovision Week. Euro Club is it's a portmanteau of the Eurovision Club. So pretty obvious, lots goes there, lots of fans, lots of uh, meeting the artists, lots of songs, lots of performances, lots of discos and dance floors and all of that going on. Anyway, um, normally we have a week of that. But we don't, we have more than a week because it's going to open on Friday the 5th of May and it's going to run through until Saturday the 13th of May, although given how long Eurovision runs, it will run into Sunday as well, don't you worry. Uh, it's going to be at Camp Furnace, which is a really short walk away from the main venue. So we're getting this lovely little campus feeling coming up of the song contest. It's about details on tickets and other arrangements. We're going to hear about all of them in the new year. Uh, but before the new year, we'll have a little bit more about Euroclub and Liverpool and everything that's going on there as a support between Christmas and New Year. Keep following the podcast there. Uh, what else do we have in sort of the main contest? Oh, yeah. Once again, there's always talk about, oh, can we get Luxembourg back at the song contest? A politician is talking about setting up a committee to investigate the possibility of getting the broadcaster to enter the song contest. If anything comes of that, we'll let you know. And of course, we are right off the back of a weekend of the Junior Eurovision Song Contest, which ended up with Lissandro winning with his song on my Mon and France lifting the trophy once again. If you've not caught this little rockabilly number, then your favourite streaming service is going to have it. If not, the official YouTube channel for Junior Eurovision will have the studio version, the official music video, the copy of the live performance, all of that on there. Our congratulations out to Lissandro. Also, we are definitely off to France in 2023 for the next Junior Eurovision Song Contest. France TV's director on the ground basically said, yep, we're hosting. Don't know where, don't exactly know when, but we are going to France. Now, as you would no doubt know, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast and watching the website, we've had a lot of content over the last week on Junior Eurovision. Um, we've also had a lot of podcast coverage, and our last podcast really went into depth of the result and what happened 
on Sunday afternoon. So rather than go over it all here again, just go back one podcast in the stream and pick that up there. I will listen to the individual artists, what the future holds, all of that. But there are a couple of points I do want to pick out that I think are important to a sort of larger narrative. The first is Ireland. Sophie Lennon uh, giving Ireland not just its best result at junior Eurovision, but Ireland's best result at any Eurovision, junior or adult, since Mark Roberts' second place in 1997. There's rather there's now rather a lot of calls about sending something traditionally Irish in exactly the same musical tone from Ireland to Liverpool in May. And look, if you want to be really sneaky, there's nothing stopping the Junior Eurovision song going to Adult Eurovision. It was released after September the 1st. There might be some eyebrows raised at the EBU, but... If you read the rules in black and white, the only thing you'd have to do is change the singer so it reaches the age limit. What else do we have on there? Um, Portugal picking up its highest placing as well at junior with an eighth place. Kazakhstan, its lowest placing with a 15th out of 16th. They've been well and high up the table over the last couple of editions. So this is this is quite a drop for them. Uh, and also we've got to highlight the performance of the United Kingdom, specifically the BBC, because ITV have done the contest previously and we've had S4 seen Wales take the UK slaughter as well. The BBC's debut junior picked up an overall fifth place, but won the public telly vote. Now, if you couple that with Sam Ryder winning the jury vote in Turin, that means in 2022 the BBC have won the telly vote and the jury vote. Now all they need to do is do that in the same contest and there will be a glass microphone going the way of new broadcasting house. Finally, there is one name that stands across all of Le Grand Prix chansons, both junior and adult right now, and that is Barbara Pravi, the singer-songwriter whose last four appearances at the song contest as a singer or as a songwriter are fourth, first, second, and first. It's surely right now for France to consider at least putting her into the national final, if not just going, you know what? We're having an internal selection. It's Barbara. She's now going to sing 10 songs on French TV. Choose your favourite one. Okay, looking forward to maybe we have another name to add to our list. This was just after our last news podcast. Is Slovenia announced two things. One, they're not going to be running the national final again. EMA is not happening uh, this year. RTV SLO in its place announced that they'll be having an internal selection and it would be the band joker out they're well established in the slovene charts uh, it's a five-piece band they're going to announce their song for europe later in the season all they're going to say at the moment is it's on february the 4th and the song is shagadelic rock and roll okay Okay, news from around the countries. Festival Kenya's uh, in Albania starts next week on Monday the 19th. Bundle of shows and then the grand final as well. Expect there to be a internationally available stream on RTSH, the broadcaster's website as well. It's the first chance we're going to get to hear those songs. They've been kept under wraps. Previous years, they've been released in advance. Now they're going for the sort of Italy-Swede method of wait until it, see it live with everybody else. What we do know is one of the guests, two of the guests, you know, two of the guests for the grand final, Kalouj Orchestra, uh, who won the song contest for Ukraine back in May 2022. And curiously enough, this one, Gala Drago, one of the acts is going to be in the Belgian national final coming up in January. 
keep an eye out for that. Staying with Belgium, we're still waiting on the full release of all of their songs from Belgian broadcaster VRT, but we do have short clips of the songs, uh, 14 of the songs in total, seven performers, they get two songs each. Uh, having the community pour over those clips means that there's, you know, look, it's tiny chords, it's crumbs of musicality, but there's already a feeling that the front runner here is the duo The Starlings, uh, with Tim Dice and Kato Calibo there sitting at the front of the pack. Croatia, 22 names announced for by broadcaster HRT for Dora. 18 will be taking part, four of them are on the subspense and will be used if, if if it becomes necessary, I suppose. Of note to Eurovision watchers is the return of Damir Kedzo. He was set to sing in Rotterdam in 2020, but Croatia and HRT did not offer an automatic ticket to 2021. Instead, got to go through the national final system again, which he's hoping to do for the 2023 ticket. Estonia, again, just after the last news pod, the music was released for Estate Lao. We, we did highlight it and said, go and have a listen. It should be there by the time you listen to the podcast. They're definitely there now. All the 20 songs for Estate Lao are up on the their official YouTube channel. You can go over there and have a listen to those songs. Uh, rattling through them, we're starting to pick up the pace now, you see. We're getting, you know, now we've got Junior out the way, getting things in place for January, so I also suspect it's all the press offices clearing the news desks before the Christmas and New Year holiday. So, Ireland, um, not actually from the news desk, um, from the Irovision podcast uh, and their interview with Michael Keeley, head of delegation for Ireland. Uh, we have a date for the Irish national final, it will be February the 3rd. It will be on the Late Late Show again because it is Ireland and RTE's biggest programme after all. And one thing, the studio panel that they've had there in previous years has also been the jury. That's not going to be the case now. The studio panel will just go, oh, if they liked or didn't like the song, and there will be a jury in another room elsewhere. No doubling up duties. Uh, what else? Six acts. Probably. These are all provisional. Until it actually gets fully announced, keep it in mind. Might not, maybe, might not be. But six acts, February the 3rd, fits in with the panel we've seen in previous years for Ireland. From Ireland, we go down to Italy. The 22 acts for Sanremo have been announced. Now, strictly speaking, these are the big artists who are getting automatically through to Sanremo in February. The Campioni contest, the big artist contest, which in Parliament is basically that Sanremo. Uh, there will be another six more joining them, and those will be the top six performers in the newcomers contest, Sanremo Giovanni. And that's taking place as I record this podcast, or at least on the Friday night. So by the time you listen to this, there will be 28 names for San Remo. But of the 22 that have already been announced, uh, there's a couple of ones in there, again, for Eurovision fans to take note. Anna Oxa, who sang with Fausto Leone for Italy in 1989, is in the mix, making her, get this, 15th appearance at San Remo. That's a lot of singing and a lot of history. Uh, who else is in there? Marco Mengoni, uh, L'Essenziale for Italy in 2013 up in Malmo, uh, is also in the mix there as well. It's worth noting that everybody who's appearing in San Remo this year has already committed to going to the Eurovision Song Contest if they win San Remo. So it's not a national final. It's a de facto national final. The winner's getting the ticket. Uh, one other thing I just did want to point out here. You, I'm looking at the mix of performers that they have and there seems to be sort of two camps there's the they've been at San Remo a lot let's bring them back again uh, Anna there being the main one and there's a block of they've all been through Giovanni so 
we like them, bring them back to main contest direct. So there's five uh, that are coming from previous Giovannis, coupled with the six that are coming from this year. That's 11 out of 28 artists who are new artists or have been platformed as new artists going into the mix as well. So there's this delightful mix of the old and the new. And in the middle of that, you have Kaiko and Moda, who are just the talking rock act there. Huh. I, I'll enjoy them, okay? <laughs> right, uh, Romania. No names yet uh, from TVR in Romania, but we do know that there is a long list and there are 85 names on it. Presumably, more details in the new year. Spain, songs are coming! Songs are coming on Sunday. Songs are coming right after the end of the World Cup. Although Spain's World Cup, I'm told, uh, ended quite quite early in December and sooner than they, they hoped it was going to end. Anyway, uh, they're going to be broadcast on RTVE Play, uh, and after that they will be available to stream from Monday morning on the website. Ukraine are having their national final this weekend. Vidbeer uh, is taking place in... Well, actually, there's a lot going on with Vidbeer. Uh, ben Robertson has written up a big article uh, on what's happening with Vidbeer, why it's important, and speaking to the producer and head of delegation for Ukraine as well, back at our website, www.eacinsight.com. goes into far more depth than I'm going to go in the podcast. What I am going to point out here, though, is that we have our hosts. It's going to be a three-strong team. Shum's lead singer, Katerina Pavlenko, First hosting duty is going to be one. Uh, Eurovision 2013 Ukraine singer Zlata Ognovic is going to be the second. And the, shall we say, rather experienced at this Eurovision lark, Dimor Miroshenko, will be the third host. And while this is a show for Ukraine, it wouldn't surprise me if someone in the BBC is watching these three with a blank piece of paper that only has one phrase written at the top of it, host for Liverpool, question mark. Speaking of the BBC, that Eurovision engagement uh, from the BBC is just continuing to surprise the community. Uh, take Sam Ryder. First of all, congratulations, Sam. Uh, you sung at Eurovision this year, who everybody thought it was a death knell for your career, and you've got the number one Christmas album out there. Nothing but Spaceman going straight in at the top of the album charts just before we get into the podcast recording studio. So congratulations there, Sam. Anyway, Sam is going to be hosting... Sam Ryder's all-star New Year's Eve uh, on BBC One. So expect celebrities, chat, songs, fun and games, that big, bright, happy, engaging smile uh, in a show that's going to run up to the New Year bells and then take you into 2023 with some brilliant music. Except for viewers in Scotland, who I believe will be getting a festive edition of Paul Coyer's Hill Challenge. Okay, so what do we have for you here? Well, of course, we have all of our Junior Eurovision content from last week. I know some of you are keeping up to date every day. Some of you will just you know, be drifting in and out. There's a lot of discussion there, both in three episodes of the podcast, where we preview the contest, talk about the rehearsals, and then look back on the result. We have all the articles going on there as well. As already mentioned, we have Ben Robertson's look at Vidbeer this weekend in depth on the politics and the importance and the symbolism and the production of this national final. And next week, we're going to take a closer look at the history of Liverpool to let you have a little flavour of what we can expect in the host city. That's coming from Finn Ross Russell. Uh, what else? Uh, were you hoping to vote in the EC 250? Tough, you've missed it. I hope you managed to get your votes in as well. They'll be collating the results, throwing out the duplicates, and uh, the countdown from song 250 to song number one starts early on the December the 1st and finishes spot on midnight 
uh, Central European time for forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever, or at least uh, since we were in Baku. Euphoria has been the number one on the ESC 250, challenged in the last few years naturally by Duncan Lawrence and, and by Modiskin and presumably Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder versus Loren for the top of the charts. Or is Sufi going to manage it this year and do this meteoric rise? I have no idea. It's going to be fun uh, keeping an eye on that. Uh, what else? Uh, forward dates for your diaries. Remember the preview parties, which will happen once all the songs are selected and ahead of the contest. But if you're a little holiday, you can plan now. Barcelona, 23rd, 24th, 25th of March. Warsaw on the 1st of April. Madrid on the 7th and 8th of April. Amsterdam on the 15th. And London on the 16th. All organised by their own communities, their own teams, their own websites. Uh, do do consider going to these things. It's absolutely wonderful, really brilliant, and we've not had a really good community get-together uh, at these things. Well, the shadow of COVID being on for some time. So, fingers crossed, uh, everything goes through. And now we get to do televised shows. <laughs> I mean, last last we got to do juniors coming up, but now we have this Saturday, the 17th of December. It's Vidibir. It's the national final. We will have the Ukraine song first song of the season and the act that's going to be representing the country at the song contest tuesday wednesday thursday and friday is going to be festival kenya's three lead-up shows let's call them semi-finals especially if we were svt and uh, the grand final there on the 22nd of december then we will have albania's song we will have albania's artist as well so by the time we get to christmas we will have two eurovision songs there's a lot more to find there's a lot more music to listen to. There's going to be a lot more contests and votes and juries. Keep up to date with all of that every week here on the ESC Insight Insight News Podcast. We'll bring you more colour as well with interviews. We'll have discussions. We'll go in-depth on the website. That's what we do. www.escinsight.com Anyway, that's it. To all our friends out there, the friends we know, the friends we are still to meet, stay safe, especially stay safe in this winter season check in on everybody else if you can be kind to each other as often as you can i'll say to for now i'll play the guitars i'll catch you next week this week's esc insight news podcast was hosted by you and spence written by you and spence and the team at esc insight find out more www.escinsight.com and support us at patreon.com slash esc insight